Hello everyone, your girl Tay here and I'm bringing you another Let's Talk Wild podcast episode. Today is September 28th, 2023 and this is episode 44, Saving the Koala Bear. Save the Koala Bear Day is tomorrow, so of course I had to dedicate this show to them. For this episode, I'll discuss some facts about the species, like their ability to eat a toxic plant, their human-like fingerprints that could frame you for a crime. Ooh, yikes. Their STD chlamydia catching issues. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, not we're going to get into that. Mm-hmm, we're going to get into that. Their decline population numbers due to bushfires and what conservationists are doing to help the species make a comeback. But before we get into that, make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting and social media platforms. You can sign up for the Let's Talk Wild monthly membership subscription. You could go to my podcast website on Buzzsprout to sign up. I'll have the link in the description box. Also, hit the YouTube, subscribe to the channel, check out the videos over there. Once you're done listening over here, you guys already know the drill. Now, let's talk why. <laughs> Okay, guys, before I start the podcast episode, I want to apologize for pronouncing China's name wrong, her real name. In the last podcast episode, the Mortal Kombat uh, podcast episode, I said China, you know, the, the wrestler, I said her name was Joanne. Okay, it's Joan, like Joan Rivers. Like, you know, rest in peace to both of them, like Joan Rivers. So it's J-O-A-N. So I was calling her Joanne all these years, but it's Joan. So may she rest in peace. I apologize for pronouncing her name wrong all these years. Y'all know I'm from uh, Baltimore, honey. I say certain words differently than, you know, a lot of people (laughs) in America. So, you know, you know, I apologize. May she continue to rest in peace, sending love and light to her family and her fans. Now, let's talk wild for real this time, okay? So, the koalas, save the koala day is tomorrow. I know they have an official, like, international koala day, I think in May. I think it's in May. But, you know, tomorrow is save the koala day, the last Uh, Friday of September is dedicated to, you know, just saving the koalas, Um, you know, teaching people, educating people on what's going on with the species. And that's what I'm here to do, honey. And y'all already know we're going to do it the Tay way, the Let's Talk Wild way, okay? As I said in a previous Let's Talk Wild podcast episode, that episode is the um, wildlife and wildfires uh, episode, but koala bears are one of the most popular animals and are well loved around the world. Yes, they have, you know, bear in their name, but they aren't really bears. They're marsupials. Here we go again with giving animals (laughs) names that they are not what they are. Here we go again. Like we're going to see this as a trend continuously you know they look like bears but they ain't bears but they got bears in their name Mm -hmm. now the word marsupial comes from the latin word marsupium which means pouch 
Marsupials are mammals that give birth to their undeveloped babies in the mother's external pouch. They can be found in different parts of Australia. A man by the name of John Price was the first European to record koalas in 1798 while on a trek into the Blue Mountains near Sydney. They were given the scientific name, child, I am not, I'm going to try to butcher this name, honey. I'm not. But their scientific name, okay, means ash gray pouched bear. Mm -hmm. So they was given uh, their sci scientific name in 1816, which means gray pouched bear. But later on, scientists realized that they weren't bears after all, of course. Their name koala is thought to come from the native Australian Aboriginal language, which means no drink. Since they get most of their water intake from eating leaves, they still, you know, climb down to drink water during dry spells. But most of their water intake, you know, comes from plants, the plants that they eat. And many of us know that the eucalyptus tree and its leaves is the koala bear's favorite food, okay? Now, most animals can't eat this species of plant because they are toxic. It contains compounds like that of cyanide. Koalas can digest and filter out the toxins normally, but the baby koalas, also known, known as joeys, who else is called joeys? Uh, baby kangaroos and wallabies are also known as uh, joeys. Their babies are known as joeys. But yeah, the joeys are not, you know, born with the proper digestive tools to help digest the leaves. They had to eat their mother's poop, which contains good stomach bacteria to help prepare them to eat the eucalyptus leaves in their adult lives. Like, oh my goodness, it's just too much. Not the baby's got to eat the poop to get the, the, the build the uh, uh, resistance up from the eucalyptus toxins. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot that they doing, honey. You having your un undeveloped baby out in a pouch, in your pouch, and then it got to eat the poop is a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> the koalas go through a lot, honey, but we're here to educate, save the koala day, okay? Koalas spend most of their lives in trees and can sleep up to 18 to 20 hours a day. This is cool because that's a good alibi to have when there's been a crime committed, okay? Because their fingerprints are similar to humans. Koalas are the only non-primate species with fingerprints. In 1997, anthropologists and forensic scientists at the University of Adelaide, I know I'm pronouncing that wrong, I apologize, and also the professor, the professor... Uh, I cannot say his first name. His last name is Henberg, okay? So Professor Henberg, Professor M. Henberg published his findings after studying koalas at a wildlife park in Australia. He had realized that the koalas had fingerprints. He studied the fingerprints and found that the koalas had loops and whirling ridges on their fingers, just like humans. Professor Hemberg and other researchers believe the fingerprints may have come from the koalas needing to adapt since they spend most of their lives climbing trees and grabbing leaves, not to frame humans for crimes that they didn't commit. What's really a crime is you not joining the Let's Talk Wild podcast membership subscription. You can go to my podcast website on Buzzsprout to sign up. I'll have the link in the description box. Also, make sure you subscribe to Let's Talk Wild on YouTube and follow on all podcasting and social media platforms. Shout out to the September Wild Talkers. We got Coco, Tisha, Rob, Michelle, 
Damon, Adrian, Jazz, Brandy, Jonathan, and Whitney. I appreciate the support. Now, let's climb back into the show. Cue the animals. <laughs> Now, I hope everyone is having and practicing safe copulation. I hope y'all ain't out here catching STDs because koalas can actually catch chlamydia and it has contributed to the decline of the koalas population numbers. Scientists believe that they may have contracted the disease from infected cattle and sheep feces. The disease can weaken their immune system, cause reproductive issues, leave the animals blind and infertile and cause death if left untreated. But after years of being in development, a vaccine was finally available to give to the koalas. In March 2023, scientists began to vaccinate wild koalas in New South Wales, Australia against the disease. The vaccine does not cure them of chlamydia, but scientists are hopeful that the vaccine will slow the spread and prevent healthy koalas from catching it. Child, not the cute koala bears having chlamydia oh maybe i should have renamed the podcast episode to saving the koalas from chlamydia like what is going on not them being so cute and cuddly and then you turn around it's like honey you got an std we gotta get this together okay Mm-mm-mm. but chlamydia isn't the only thing that has hurt the koala's population numbers According to the WWF's Australia 2019-2020 bushfires, the wildlife toll interim report, they estimated that within the forests and woodlands that burned during the uh, black summer uh, wildfires, make sure you guys check out the podcast episode that I did on that for more information on wildfires and bushfi- bushfires and the animals impacted uh, by, these, by these environmental uh, fires and stuff like that. But Yes, the interim report uh, stated that there would have been almost 3 billion native animals that passed away or were impacted by the bushfires. The koalas was one of many species impacted, so much so that in February of 2022, the Australian government listed the koalas conservation status in eastern uh, Australia as endangered. Researchers believe that if conservation efforts are not implemented and, you know, are successful, the New South Wales koala population could be extinct by 2050. Now, scientists, conservationists, and koala lovers have banded together, okay? Shout out to y'all for still loving the koalas, despite them being able to frame you for a crime and having chlamydia that they just passing around unintentionally, but still passing it around nonetheless. Uh, I love them too, okay? So we're all banding together and we're celebrating them today. So, you know, shout out to y'all for listening and loving on the koalas, despite all of these issues that they be going through, child. We got to protect them at all costs because we love the koala bears that aren't really bears, the koala marsupials, okay? (laughs) But according to the World Wildlife Fund's 2022 annual report, the conservation focus is the restoration of vital landscapes and habitats by providing more protected areas and planting more native trees that the koalas eat and use for shade. 
I want other governments and people in general to take what has happened to the koalas as a learning curve, a learning experience. You know, if you know a certain species is in danger and may suffer a huge population decline due to environmental issues, human negligence or whatever, whatever the case may be, start working on the prevention and conservation tactics now don't wait it's a saying most vet hospitals will tell their clients about uh, preventative measures for their pets and I've said this to uh, many many clients because it's true it's easier and cheaper to prevent than having to treat or fix the issue that could have been avoided if you just invested in the prevention <laughs> I think this quote should be applied in the world of animals when trying to protect them from extinction what do you guys think let me know how you feel about today's topic saving the koala bear leave a comment on the let's talk about instagram page and youtube channel make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting and social media platforms don't forget that you can now support the podcast by joining the monthly membership subscription once you sign up you'll get a shout out and you can pick a podcast topic for me to talk about you can go to my podcast website on bus route to sign up i'll have the link in the description box Love yourself, one another, your pets, and the animals. I'll talk to you guys the week after next. I'm taking next week off, but I will be posting on YouTube. So head over to the Let's Talk Wild YouTube channel to check out all celebrity animal interactions and encounter videos, okay? Make sure you guys subscribe. But like I said, love yourself, one another, your pets, and the animals. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.